This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. This is Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. This is America's greatest country in the world. Happy Saturday. Final hour. Show's been flying by. Um, looking forward to the inauguration on Friday a little bit. Really mostly just looking forward to it to be over so we can get down to business. want to quote Machiavelli here, and then we'll talk about the Chargers. But Machiavelli and the Prince, he said that if you're going to do bad things, quote, do them all at one stroke so as not to have to repeat them daily. For injuries ought to be done all at one time, so that being tasted less, they offend less. Right? So, if you're going to do a bunch of bad things, do it right now. Do it like the old Band-Aid thing, right? Rip the Band-Aid off one time. I feel like what's going to come up in these next seven days or five days of the Obama presidency, there is going to be a flurry of unconstitutional things or, or of, of pardons of executive orders of whatever. And we of course are going to be on the lookout for all those. Now the good news with any, un, any um, executive order can be undone with an executive order. So it's not that big of a deal, but there's going to be a lot of pardons and things like that, that we will keep an eye on and let you know about. Now there's a second half to that sentence. He says injuries ought to be done all at one time so that being tasted less, they offend less comma benefits ought to be given little by little so that the flavor of them may last longer now obama obama is probably going to take the first part of machiavelli's advice here he's gonna he's gonna do a bunch of bad things all one time last day i hope trump doesn't take machiavelli's second piece of advice Don't spread out all the good things you're going to do, President Trump. Do them now. Just just get them done right away. I I don't need a little bit here, a little bit there. Extend it for two years and then in two years be like, oh, keep voting for Republicans and then we'll do more. And then four years, vote for me again. No, do it. Do it all right now. As soon as possible. So I hope that President Trump has his own flurry, but this time of good things, of things that we support, of conservative things, and I hope that flurry never stops. So we'll see. So that's why I'm looking forward to the uh, inauguration, mostly just so that it can be over and we get down to work. So I want to talk about the charges here for a second. Um, You may have heard, you may not have heard, because it happened with really little fanfare, but the San Diego Chargers football team moving to Los Angeles. Obviously, this is big news in San Diego, where I live, and it's been a long time coming, many, many years. They've been trying to get a stadium, and the people of San Diego have said, no, we're not going to give you hundreds of millions of dollars so you can build a $1.8 billion stadium, which is like, it's crazy. It's a deal that, it's not a good deal. So they left. 
terrible decision. We're not going to get into the, the X's and O's of that, but it's a terrible decision from uh, Dean Spanos, the owner, because Chargers are now going to be maybe the 12th most popular sports franchise in L.A. No one cares about the Chargers in L.A. No one's going to care about the Chargers. They're going to play in the StubHub Center, which is the home of the L.A. Galaxy Major League Soccer team. It's like a 30, it's like a 27,000 stadium. Like it's like it's for the next couple of years until they can move into the Rams stadium and play second fiddle there and actually pay rent to be like it, it, the whole thing is it's a bad business move even to move to LA, but that doesn't matter. No one cares about that. I talked to a bunch of people in San Diego who don't. So listen, if you do care about football and you live in San Diego and you're a Chargers fan, uh, this happened on Thursday, like devastating people went to Chargers headquarters and burned their jerseys. Like that whole thing. People are crying. This so I talked to a bunch of people who don't care about football, who don't care about the Chargers, who don't know what an onside kick is. I talked to someone at work, and she called it the barbecue thing before the game. I was like, you mean the tailgate? She's like, yeah, yeah, the tailgate. And so a lot of people, especially in San Diego, like it's not a big football town. And there's a lot of people here who don't care at all. But all of those people who don't care at all said that they do feel bad for the people who work at the Chargers games who now don't have a job. Because you get some people who are like, oh, what a sad day. My team's no longer in San Diego. But then you got a lot of people who are like, oh, this is a very sad day because now I don't have a job to pay the bills for my family. So that's a a much bigger deal. I say all that because I want to talk about the economic impact of football teams and of giant stadiums. Now, every city's a little bit different, but the economic principles are generally the same. First, anytime you have a tourism board or a chamber of commerce, or a sports team touting the economic benefits of it. They are grossly exaggerating it to the point of completely making it up. So there was a citizen's task force uh, in 2003 that said the Chargers bring in $150 million of economic activity, uh, $150 million of annual economic impact. Now, how they do that is they, they consider dozens of different factors, which they hand choose leave out an infinite number of factors, which they, many of them, they actively and willfully decide not to include, right? Because it may hurt their final numbers. And then within each of those numbers, they make those up too. There's just so much made up information to get to that number. There was two studies done maybe five months ago. One paid for by the chargers about what the economic impact would be if they built the stadium downtown. Another was done by the hotel owners about what the economic impact would be if they built a stadium downtown San Diego. The numbers were completely different. They asked the same question. They were totally different. How could that be? Well, each study hand chose a certain number of factors. Let's say 10. They were each 10 different factors and they came up with just, they just made up numbers. (laughs) Just make them all up. And then we're supposed to oh, no, that's, 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 that's what it is. Absolutely. No. Now, there was one factor that both the Chargers and the hotel owners both had. They both, they both had, right? And it was number of people that will stay in a hotel room per game day or something. And the Chargers made up that 3.2 people will come to San Diego per hotel room. And the hotel owners made up 1.8 people. And they just made them up. And But that affects the number of dinners that are bought. That affects the number of trolley tickets that are bought. It affects the amount of gas, the amount of food, blah, 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 blah. And they ended up coming to completely different numbers about the economic impact of the Charger Stadium downtown. 
So what do we do with that? And gosh, this ties back in. The reason I bring this up, because no one listening cares about the Chargers. Um, I bring this up because it's it's the same thing as fake news. I mean, and, and really our bigger principle of maybe it used to be trust but verify. Now it's don't believe anything until you can prove it true yourself. We have to be just super cynical. And I hate to say that, but anytime you see a number, you have to be like, that's not right. You just have to. You can't even assume it's right. You have to say, that's not right. I need to see how they came up with that and have a super critical eye to everything. So when they come out and say, oh yeah, the Chargers uh, economic benefit, $150 million. No, it doesn't. No, they don't. So John Vrooman is a Vanderbilt econ professor and he specializes on sports stuff. And he says, when you look at impact numbers, economic impact numbers from tourism groups and chamber of commerces, he says the rule of thumb is to move the decimal point one place to the left. <laughs> so $150 million economic impact, eh, it's more like $15 million. <laughs> That's a pretty big difference. So why, why, why is it so big? Or I should say, why not why is the difference so big? Why is the actual economic impact of something like a sports team so small? Two economic points I want to bring up here quickly. One, when, so money's fungible. When someone spends $100 at, for a game, for to go to a Chargers game, ticket, you know, hot dog, parking, whatever. That person doesn't spend $100 at the movies. So when the Chargers leave, that person who would spend $100 at the game, they're not going to burn $100. They're going to go to the movies. They're going to go out to eat. They're going to do something else with $100. So money just moves and is spent on something different. So that's why, you know, the impact of the Chargers, meh. It's something, but it's not huge either way. It's not huge when they're here. It's not huge when they leave. It's not a huge hit when they leave. So that's point number one. Point number two. This is a classic case of concentrated benefits and dispersed costs. The classic example that we always give is a politician wants to build a bridge. So they tax everybody $10 to build the bridge. And everyone sees this giant bridge being built and they see hundreds of construction workers being employed. So the politician gets all this credit for creating jobs. Concentrated benefit. There's the bridge. There are the people working on it. But what people don't see is the negative impact of taking $10 from everyone in town. You take 10 bucks from everyone. Well, that's fewer. Let's just go with movie tickets purchased. So because people have $10, everyone has $10 less, fewer people go to the movies, 10 different movie theaters have to lay someone off. No one sees those 10 people laid off from movie theaters. Dispersed costs. No one sees it. No politician gets any blame for it. So because you have such obvious concentrated benefits and no one pays attention to the dispersed cost, People keep making bad economic decisions over and over again. And politicians keep getting held up and lifted up as people who are creating jobs. Because all we see are the jobs they created. We don't see the jobs that were lost because of whatever policy they enacted. So the Chargers and all these sports teams and, and many other things like it 
are very seen, concentrated benefits. But now that the charges leave, those benefits will still be here. They'll just be more spread out citywide to all the other things that you can do in San Diego or whatever city uh, you live in. My point is, if your NFL team leaves, don't worry. <laughs> there's, there's, there's more to life and there's more to your city. It's better to have an NFL team than not, but it's just not a good business decision to hand over a billion dollars in taxpayer money to keep them. It's not a good business decision for the economy and for the taxpayer. It's just not. So don't do it. And if your team gets up and leaves, it's fine. You'll be okay. And so will San Diego. We have SeaWorld. Come visit. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800 600 1645.